Hey guys, Bootsy here and welcome to the Crazy TVT Podcast, the podcast where we talk about crazy entrepreneurs, creative ideas, and future education. Basically, we're talking about what's going to happen tomorrow. And today I want to tell you about the time I met David Copperfield. And yes, I did meet David Copperfield. Yes, I'm talking about the same uh, magician that you're picturing right now. Right now, This guy uh, sewing woman in half. The poor girl did nothing, right? So I want to tell you a little bit about this time I met him because it was quite a special moment. See, I was traveling in uh, Vegas to do a magic workshop. Yeah, well, yeah, I did that. I went to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was a great moment because I was meeting uh, my legends, uh, Jeff McBride and Eugene Berger. And I also met an amazing teacher I didn't know about, whose name is Larry Haas, who helped me a lot. And those uh, three amazing teachers organized um, a surprise, which was bringing David Copperfield at their school. And the school existed for 25 years already, but David Copperfield never came. He never came because, you know, the guy is busy, right? He's doing more than 600 shows a year. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. He is doing more than 600 shows a year at his age. Two shows a day. What the? Two shows a day, all right? But it wasn't just, you know, the, 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 the ring bells and David Copperfield is here. No, they build it up. So they say, hey, guys, um, this morning we want to tell you that we have a surprise for you. And they let it sink, right? They always do that. That's how they create magical experiences. They, get, they, they know how to do it. And they said, well, in 25 years, it never happened. So we're all like, ooh, what's going to happen? And we asked, <laughs> first they said, we asked. David Copperfield, if he was okay to come to school. And he said yes. So we were super happy, of course. And then they said, so he'll be there. It will be controlled. Not everyone can talk like that. It's not, uh, <laughs> it's not the market and shouting questions and stuff. So we had to write questions on pieces of paper. And the best questions were selected. So we, we were maybe eight students. It wasn't like we were 30. But it was, I think it was very smart. It was very thought, um, thought through, right? And basically, they selected a few questions. And the teachers was reading the question to David Copperfield. So it was super controlled. And that's the first thing. If you ask me, how was it to meet David Copperfield? One word comes to mind, controlled. It was supervised. It wasn't free at all. It wasn't like, hey, what's up? And you just shake his hand or whatever. And the teachers warned us before. They said, look, we don't know if we can take a picture with David Copperfield. We don't know if he can take a selfie or whatever. So don't ask him, okay? Don't ask him. It was So there was this kind of atmosphere already. Like, ooh, maybe he takes pictures. Maybe it's forbidden, right? And I'm not criticizing. I'm not saying it wasn't great. It was a great experience. We... We had a great moment. He was a couple of meters away and and we could just, we weren't talking to him, but you know what I mean. So he was answering questions that we prepared. And at the end, he was like, actually, if you guys want to take a selfie, I'm, I'm cool with that. And we're like, oh, so happy, right? And it was like a couple of years ago when selfies were not the norm. Uh, it was like, oh, a selfie, how original. But... It was controlled to the point that David Copperfield wasn't just walking around and, and just saying, oh, you have your phone, I have my phone. Okay, let's do this. Maybe I'll send it to you. Now, 
He knew how to take a selfie. <laughs> this guy is doing two shows a day. What do you what do you expect? So he was already at the best spot in the room where the lights was hitting his best profile and he was not moving. People were queuing to take selfies with him. And there was the same protocol each time. So he was there and then we arrive and he say, hey, hi. He takes your phone. So you don't know, you're not taking the picture. He takes your phone and he, he takes himself on the best profile you can imagine. And you have to squeeze in on the picture, right? And when he left, we had stars in our eyes. We were super happy. We thanked our teachers like, wow, that this wasn't part of the program. This was a great gift. And the teachers added uh, another layer. They say, oh, did you see? He's taking the selfies. Did you see that? So that, that's the thing that I love about this school in Vegas, that I had the best experience there as a magician, uh, the Magic and Mystery School, the McBride Magic and Mystery School. Whenever something happened, they were analyzing it. They were deconstructing it. They were pinpointing the different elements that you have, might have missed. And we knew it was controlled, but they showed us that it was clearly more than we even thought. He said... Have you noticed he's wearing flip-flops and a shirt? Do you think that's done on purpose? And we're like, what? And I don't know. Maybe he's just put some flip-flop on. So I was like, oh, no, no, no. Because it's he's more accessible on flip-flops. He's not in the show. And he's among other magicians. But still, he has this, but he doesn't have a tie. So all those little details, I was like, what? I haven't noticed, right? And then they also said that he didn't say at the beginning we could take a selfie. He said it at the end like it was an extra gift. And all those little details made me realize two main things. Whether you agree or not with this type of control, whether you agree or not that you have to control the way you look, the, the questions that, that are asked, maybe it's not the right solution. Some people are on one side of the scope and uh, some, some people like David Copperfield, they, 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 they are on completely the other side in a more controlling way. That's not the point. When I, the point is that... Those guys, they're not there randomly. And we said that the devil is in the details, right? And you know what? Most successful people that I've met, businessmen or magician, entrepreneurs, performers, keynote speaker, it doesn't matter. They are successful because they pay attention to those details. And it doesn't matter if you want to control or not. I'm just saying they have their way of doing things. And not only they go 100% in this way and they assume they own their choices, but also they pay attention to all those little details. I'm going to say it in this way. I'm going to control that. I'm going to pay attention to the light. I'm going to be here in the spot in the room. It, all those details matter. And the other thing I've realized is that, yes, David Copperfield is a legend. Yes, he came uh, at the school uh, to inspire young magicians like me. But at the end, the real legends were my teachers because they knew the impact it would have on us. And you maybe you can say, yes, but they want to advertise their school and it's good advertising for the school to bring uh, David Copperfield. But you know what? I know them and they could have done without that. They could have just take the money and, and not organize this for us. But creating a magical moment is not only doing some magic trick. It's not only showing a magical presentation. It is creating a moment that is kind of out of time, that seems surreal. And I'm saying the true legends here were my teachers because 
they are masters at that. And when, when you think about the day, of course you are still in the experience, but who's pulling the strings behind the, the, those teachers? Because they've organized that, they organized that day in a way that makes it special. And everyone can do this, or at least try to do this and create magical experiences for other people. So if you're not a magician and you're listening to that, what does it matter? You can always create a special moment, whether it's for your kids, whether it's for your friend, whether it's for your family. It's just that sometimes we don't have the confidence to do that. We don't think it's our job. We don't think, oh, no, no, I'm not a creative type. I'm not a magician. I, why would I create a special moment? You know, we're all capable of that. It can be cooking a meal. It can be organizing a, a party. It can be organizing something a little bit special. It does sometimes just tiny details we completely change the game. You can cook the same thing that you planned and add a couple of candles and your girlfriend's going to be super happy. Those kind of details can change a lot of things. Anyways, I felt like sharing this story with you because, you know, it's not every day that you can meet a legend like David Copfield and it was often a story when you meet someone uh, that famous because, you know, they have a different perspective on things, they have a different lifestyles, so they, they do things differently, right? And I hope you are going to consider creating magical experiences for your loved one, for your friends, for your family. It just need a little bit of empathy. Just Sometimes we just have to think about it, right? Sometimes we forget. We're like, oh, I'm, my, I'm in my job, I'm in my project, I do this, I do my things. And sometimes bringing flowers home, you know, this classical thing, or just, just creating a moment for a, a, a person, create a special moment, will help him to feel better. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I see you soon in the next episode.